Wire Games, and I'm so excited to be here today for two big pockets of news. One is that we finally revealed what Wingspan Asia is all about. I'll go into details about that in a moment. And two, today is the launch of our very short annual charity auction. Only lasts about two days. We found that most people, when we do these, this is our 10th annual charity auction. Most people who want to bid, bid right away or within the first few days. So uh, we have that auction live right now. I'll talk about both of these in detail in today's livecast. As, normal, as usual, I'm, I'm here to talk about a variety of topics. Today, I'll focus a little bit on those, more on those topics, but I'm happy to answer any of the questions that you have. And um, yeah, let's, let's jump right in. Um, I'm a little scatterbrained today because our, our, uh, we had a, a fire alarm not go off, but the battery uh, died in the middle of the night last night. So I had to wake, wake up at like four o'clock and find, you know, find the right smoke detector and uh, take out the battery, put in a new battery. But I think I'm okay. I've got my coffee here. I'm happy to be joining you for the next hour about these fun topics. So let's talk about the charity auction first um, because it kind of overlaps a little bit with Wingspan Asia. We do an annual charity auction where I select 10 content creators that I love that I want to share with more people in the gaming industry, content creators that talk about games and that I haven't featured before in the charity auction. And I associate uh, a bundled auction item, the same bundled auction item with each of them. Anyone can bid on these items. And no, we don't do any sort of raffle system like that because there are laws about lotteries and things like that in, in the U.S. Um, but uh, we, we have this auction live on Board Game Geek right now. You can go and bid on one of the bundles if you'd like. And the winning bid for each auction item, the, the winner uh, gets the bundle that I'll describe in a second. And then we uh, double that amount and it goes towards a charity selected by that content creator. So in total, this is the year that will actually cross a total of $100,000 in total giving over the past um, 10 years of, of these charity auctions. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, let me show you what's in the auction. So we have uh, Viticulture, the Viticulture Wine Crate, which has Viticulture World inside. We have, I'll have a bunch of boxes around. I just have the tops here. Uh, we'll have the Wingspan uh, nesting box. That'll be in there. And of course, with the first print run of the nesting box, uh, Wingspan Asia is inside the box. So Wingspan Asia, which I'll talk about in a second, is inside the nesting box. Um, this will be the, the numbers one through 10 of the nesting box because it is individually numbered down here. So you'll get that and you'll be one of the, you'll pretty much be the first people other than the advanced copy reviewers to get the nesting box in Wingspan Asia because we'll be shipping these auction bundles in, in October. Um, you'll also get uh, the Red Rising rubber playmat, which I have here. There's a new rubber playmat that we have for the Red Rising board. You will get, this is really fun, um, Panda put together golden eggs. So it's not real gold, but they are metal. Um, this is, these are golden eggs for Wingspan. So metallic eggs, painted gold. Uh, these are part of the auction item. We also have a signed disc golf disc from the Stillmeyer Games signature disc line. And also Libertalia, the first numbered copies, one through 10 of Libertalia Winds of Galecrest. So it's, I think, I think that's everything. Yeah. Oh, and free shipping worldwide. So, um, it's definitely our biggest auction bundle yet. And this, this bundle is associated with each of those fun content creators and their charities of choice. Let me know in the questions below if you have any questions or in the comments below if you have any questions. Let me pop back up and see if I've been missing any questions. 
Um, Elizabeth is joining us today uh, for Wingspan Asia. So Elizabeth Hargrave is the amazing designer of Wingspan, the Wingspan brand and Wingspan Asia. And that is the other big announcement today. That this expansion that we've been talking about, revealing some birds one at a time, this expansion is a little bit more than an expansion. You can kind of see it on the box right here. This is also a standalone game for one to two players. And it includes a new two-player mode that you can use when playing Wingspan. It's called the Duet Mode. I'm going to go into detail about what that is in tomorrow's design diary. But if you want to check it out in detail, the rulebook is now posted on our website. So you can just go check out the rulebook and you can see what the Duet Mode is all about. It also includes a Flock Mode because we're including two extra player components. So Elizabeth found a way to bring the player count up to six or seven players without increasing the playing time. It's a really, really ingenious system. Um, that you can find out about again in the rule book. I'll talk about that probably on Friday. And it's also just an expansion, a more stuff expansion. There are more bird cards that you can just shuffle into your bird cards. There are more bonus cards, more of all the things that you come to know and associate with Wingspan so far. Um, my favorite thing, I, I think, is the thing that I'll discuss tomorrow, the duet mode. Elizabeth did something really, really clever with um, a, a map that adds a new type of player interaction to the game and also makes it even more exciting than it was before to play a bird card, which is one of my favorite things to do in the game. Playing bird cards, I love doing that in Wingspan. So uh, that's a quick recap of, of what Wingspan Asia is all about. I also have a graphic on the e-newsletter that kind of summarizes each of these different pockets of the game. Oh, and also, of course, there's a solo mode in the game. So it is this is a so, uh, standalone game for one to two players, but also the Altama solo mode um, integrates with the, the Wingspan Altama solo mode as well. I'm going to scroll back down to see if there are any other questions here so far. Um, Blake says, what is your record number of game cards signed in one day? Uh, so Blake is referring to... Um, we, on our web store, we have a, a, an item that you can add to an order called a random sign card. And uh, every maybe few months, my, uh, my helper at the warehouse brings me a big deck of cards, games that I designed for Stonemaier Games, and I sign a bunch of cards. I sit down and usually put on a, a podcast or a show or a movie or something like that because it takes a few hours. And Blake, I think I typically do around 400 to 500 in a batch. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's around, I think that might be the record. It takes a surprisingly long amount of time to sign a bunch of cards because you kind of have to wait for the ink to dry a little bit and then you stack them back to, up together and you, I kind of run out of table space as, as I'm doing that. But, um, but usually having a distraction on the background can be nice. See people very excited about Wingspan Asia. I am super excited about it. And oh, actually one of the reveals here on the cover is that um, the artist, Anna and Natalia, have two illustrations of the peacock. So you can find the peacock in the game itself. There's a card with with the peacock that has a different illustration for the peacock, but we really wanted a full, you know, a full wingspan spread for the box itself. So I asked them to illustrate another version of the peacock, and I think this illustration must have taken at least 20 plus hours for them to make. It's a beautiful il illustration, and it's it's nice and big on the cover here. Um, I should clarify. I know this is a question that's come up a lot. If you get the nesting box, the first printing of the nesting box includes Wingspan Asia inside the box. And because the whole point of the nesting box is to replace the other boxes, 
The Wingspan Asia box is not included inside this box. However, if you love this art um, as much as I do, then you can support the artist directly by going to their website, redandbluedesigns.com. It's on the it's linked on the, the on the nesting box page of our website, and you can buy this print directly from Anna and Natalia, and that. Uh, all that money goes directly towards them. So you can support the artists and all the hard work that they put into this game um, by, by buying the print if you really want this print and yet you want the, uh, the nesting box and aren't getting this box top. David says, what was the thinking about not including an expansion-specific bird power? Was there nothing compelling or does the current power set feel complete? That's a great question, David. Yeah, this is something that I think David's observed by uh, reading some of the rules. We don't have a new power type in Wingspan Asia. Um, We've done that for, for previous expansions. The reason we did that, David, is because it is a new, uh, because it is a standalone game. So we have a little bit of each of the powers in this game, but we thought th th that's a lot to, to show people, to introduce to people, um, if they are coming to Wingspan for the first time. And in conjunction with that, we also, or not we, Elizabeth designed some really cool new bird powers that aren't found in previous, uh, in, in previous expansions or the core game. They aren't a color specific, like they aren't a new, uh, category of bird powers, like if when like when activated or when played, but they are very new bird powers that make these cards feel unique. Um, I don't know if Elizabeth wants to expand upon that, but th that was uh, my thinking um, it, it, for as we discussed whether or not this set really needed a new bird power, or if it would actually benefit from from not having a bird a new bird power. Zach says, "Is there a reason you cho you chose to call it a duet mode versus a dual mode?" Yeah, I can see that mis that being a slight misnomer there because many uh, two-player games use the word duet if it's a cooperative two-player mode. Um, the reason we went with it is because, uh, you know, birds have bird song, birds sing. And so we thought that having uh, a, a duet would be thematically a thematically appropriate word for two-player mode in Wingspan. George says, have you, have you ever passed up a game that was submitted to you that then became a big success? I have passed up a few games that have become a big success. Um... Anachrony was one that was pitched to me a long time ago in an early form of, of, a, of the game. Uh, the recent game, um, I don't know if it's a big success yet, but uh, there's a game about the Terracotta Warriors. I think it's called like Terracotta Army. That was pitched to us, um, and I, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I, I didn't think it was a great fit for Stonewire Games. There's a few other ones that I'm forgetting. Uh, we, we have had some some pretty big-name games pitched to us. Oh, uh, Dwellings of Eldervale, an early version of Dwellings of Eldervale was pitched to us. And um, But for all of these, I love what the publishers did with them. I think they did a better job than what we would have done with these games, um, especially since many of them are four-player-only games, and we don't make four-player-only games. Or not for up to four players. Let's see. Uh, Chris says, I placed an order on your store on September 23rd. Yes. So, Chris, uh, we recently wrapped up our 10th anniversary celebration, and we got a bunch of orders during that time, especially in the U.S., just a huge influx of orders. It was essentially a pre-order, even though you may have ordered something that was already in stock. And so our fulfillment center, and a lot of the orders are kind of weird. Like, uh, normally when we do a pre-order, like when we do the Wingspan Asia pre-order in early November, a lot of the orders will just be Wingspan Asia. It's very easy for them to pump through a lot of those. Um but a lot of the orders recently placed are people piecing together different things that they want, and that takes a lot of extra time for the Fulfillment Center. So uh, they are working through the orders. I think they will get through all champion orders by the end of this week, and next week they, they, they'll hopefully wrap up the non-champion orders. And I appreciate your patience as you wait for that. I know it's taken a little bit longer than normal. 
Mercy says, how do we get the signed card? So you can get a random signed card on the Stonemaier Games web store. You can add one per order, and uh, that's it's just a, a listing on the Stonemaier Games web store in any of our four web stores. Search for the word maybe signed, and you should see it come up. Hector says, are you guys ever going to do promo cards? Uh, maybe you're talking specifically for Wingspan. We don't do a lot of promo cards for our games now. Uh, I We did them for Scythe, and they kind of got out of control, I think. We had so many different sign, uh, promo cards for Scythe. However, we are considering some promo packs for Wingspan. It's entirely up to Elizabeth if she is inspired by a few different, like, kind of subcategories, small categories, where we can maybe make a, a pack of 10 or 15 birds. Um, so I, I think we might do it, but I don't, uh, I don't have anything uh, to announce about that at this point. Tony says, if the expansion raises the player count, does it come with additional mats for the added player count? Uh, so Tony, because it is a standalone game for two players, inherently it has two player mats in the game itself. And so those, those are the two player mats that, um, and all other player components as well, that are used to bring the game up to six or seven players if you combine it with a core game. Michael says, how does the box compare to other Wingspan boxes? So we made it a pretty thin box here. Uh, it's the exact same size, I believe, as the Oceania expansion. Um, uh, just because that was we were able to fit everything in the box that way, we wanted to be able to, to offer. And also, the box size ties into the cost and, the, and then the price to the, the customer. So we wanted to offer the most effective prices possible for the game. So we went with the Oceania size box. Thank you, Elizabeth, for linking to Red and Blue Designs here in the comments. It's also linked on the nesting box page on our website. Betsy says, why is it that Stonemaier Games doesn't have silly thematic methods for determining the first player like many games do? I think we might have some of those. I mean, I, our silliness is often tied in the, in the tiebreakers, but even that we've moved away from a little bit. Um, I do love silly starting player rules, Betsy, but I think in general... Uh, I, we, I found that uh, if you do that, you often end up having the same first player. For example, we actually played, there's a game that I really like lately, um, a game called uh, The Siege of Rundar. And The Siege of Rundar, you play as dwarves. Um, uh, it, you're protecting some gold from invading orcs. And the starting first player is the shortest player. And so every time you play, if you go by that in the game, every time you play the game, uh, if you play with the same group, the starting player will always be the same player. In a co cooperative game, that doesn't matter all that much. But in a competitive game, that might um, that might not always feel good to someone who, if they're always the same first player. So that's why we typically just randomize it um, to make it so it can change every time you play instead of having that set thing. Although I do like when some games do have a fun thematic uh, first player and, and they say, but you can also just randomize. And of course, you can always do that. You can always just ignore the rules and just randomize it for the first player. Miles says, I'm planning on becoming a Stonemaier champion when pre-ordering the nesting box. Can I add that to the same order as the nesting box pre-order and get the champion benefits? Or would it be better to become a champion before the pre-order goes live? Miles, that's a great question. I am 99% sure that you can put those two items, put the champion item, I, it's a virtual item, and, the, uh, and any products in the same order and you'll get the discount. But... Uh, I'm not 100% sure. So Joe, if you're watching this, Joe, if you could chime in and let me know the correct answer to that question, because that's a great question, Miles. To be safe, you might just place the champion order a day in advance um, or a day or, or, or so in advance, but, uh, but I believe you can do that in the same order. Let's find out if Joe can confirm that. Jeremiah says, and, uh, Jeremiah says, will you ever do promo packs of other winged creatures like bats? That's a great question, Jeremiah. If we do a promo pack for Wingspan, I can say with near certainty that it will be a bird, that there will be birds in that pack, pack, not other animals. 
Chad says, wasn't Brazil pitched to you too? Yes, there is a recent game called like Brazil Imperium or something like that. That game was pitched to us a while ago. It was a really beautiful, really beautiful prototype. Hector says, are there plans to do official competitive tournaments? No, there aren't. We tried those a long time ago and found that it wasn't really a good fit for uh, the feel of what we're going for at Stonemaier Games. That's something that we leave more to fans of our games. If that's something that you want to, to build up and have fun with, uh, you're welcome to do that, but it isn't an official thing that we'll, we'll pursue. Christoph says, is there an end of game and end of game, end of round goals? Um, yes, there are, in, in Wingspan, there are, there are end of round goals. Um, and of course, since this is a standalone game, there are end of round goals in this, uh, in the standalone game as well. Dustin says, is Between Two Cities shipping yet or not quite? Uh, it is, that is among all the stuff that was that was pre-ordered recently. It is in stock at our Fulfillment Center, and it's one of the things that our Fulfillment centers, especially in the U.S., is working to get through as fast as possible. So we do have, uh, here, I'll, I'll hold it up here. Um, we do have it. We're not waiting on this to arrive at the Fulfillment Center. We're just waiting for the Fulfillment Center to get through all their orders. You probably may be seeing uh, some people on Facebook or social media posting that they have received it. So it is actively shipping. David asks a question for Elizabeth here. He says, where did you get the inspiration for the flock mode? It looks like you're effectively combining two games of Wingspan into one. So very, I'll, I'll talk about this in detail on Friday. A very brief overview of the flock mode is that there are two active players at all times when you're playing with six or seven players with a flock mode. And even though you're still going around the table um, and there are two active players, you are, you there are two groups of players basically at the same table. One group is sharing and each group has their own bird cards, the bird tray and their own dice tower with, uh, with dice in it. So, uh, but everything else is, is just a, a combined normal game of wingspan. Um, I can't speak to the inspiration. I do know that Elizabeth was looking for ways to keep the playing time and the downtime to a minimum despite adding more players. And I think the simultaneous nature of that was a way to do it. Uh, Maxime says, can we use all the other Wingspan cards from previous expansions? Yes, you can You can shuffle all the Wingspan cards together for use with the duet mode, the flock mode, or any version of Wingspan that you play. Um, George says, are there any plans for a neoprene match for the player match with the new art? So George is noting that there are two new player mats in here that have new art. However, they are mechanically the same as the original player mats in the game, and they're double-sided. So the backside of the player mats in Wingspan Asia have the Oceania art and, um, and layout on them. So um, George, no, there are no plans to do that. We, I don't, it's just new, new or different art on the player mats in Wingspan Asia. And so the new, current player mats, the current neoprene or natural rubber player mats, they're not neoprene, um, they are mechanically identical to the player mats in this box. And so there's, there's no need to, to buy other neoprene mats. Um, or, and, and so we're just offering cardboard ver versions of them. Yeah. Hector says, is there ever gonna be a nesting box but for the boxes? Definitely not, no. I mean, the, the purpose of the nesting box is to replace partially to replace the boxes that you already have for Wingspan and to organize all the components that you have for it. Let's see, John says, are the new player boards compatible with the Oceania and Nectar? Yeah, so that I just mentioned that the backside of the player mats in Wingspan Asia have, uh, have the Oceania uh, art and graphic design on them. Yeah. Carlos says, do you know if the flock mode was developed after the duet mode since the two extra mats were already being included? I don't know about the, the exact de designer development of it, but um, originally when Elizabeth and I talked about what this expansion could be, and we brought up the idea of, of uh, 
making it playable, making it standalone for only two players or having a two player special mode. Once we had that planted that seed, I think that's when we realized, okay, if we're going to have play components for two players, then that also means that we could expand the game up to six or seven players. So I think it probably started with the duet, not the duet mode necessarily, but the concept of having a standalone game for two players. Um, and then it branched into the, the possibility of, of, a, of a six or seven player mode. Uh, Rebecca says, will the expansion only box have a first print number on it? No, this is the box right here. You can see it doesn't have an individual printing number on it. It's just the nesting box that has an individual printing number on it right there. Uh, let me look over the newsletter real quick to make sure I'm not missing anything big. So the, the two big things today are the charity auction, which is live right now. And I should say for the charity auction, even if you aren't interested in bidding on the bundle, I think the prices can go typically in the hundreds to get... Uh, you're getting the, the nesting box with Wingspan Asia, you're getting Viticulture Wine Crate, you're getting Libertalia, you're getting a pack of um, golden eggs for Wingspan. That's only for the auction. Uh, you're getting the Red Rising Natural Rubber Playmat and a signed disc golf disc. Oh, and the Viticulture Wine Crate, if I didn't mention that before. You're getting all that. If you don't want to bid on that, on that I still recommend che checking out the auction because um, there's some amazing content creators in the gaming community on that charity auction. And so if you're looking, if you enjoy like reading, watching, listening to people talk about board games. These people are amazing at doing that. Um, so feel free to check out their content on the charity auction page. And you can even like their, your favorite oh, among those if you already know some of those content creators. Joe confirmed that you can purchase the champion membership at the same time as other items and the discount will apply automatically. So if you put, if, if at some point you're ready to buy something from Stemeyer Games in our web store, any of our four web stores, um, you can Become a champion at that point of the order and the champion discount will apply. Thank you, Joe, for clarifying that. Julie says, uh, for me and Elizabeth, question for both of us, is there a new bird ability that you're particularly excited about in the, in the expansion? There is, Julie. Um, I'm going to talk about this in my favorite mechanism video. Uh, but uh, my little teaser for it is that Elizabeth created Push Your Luck Birds. Um, and I really love, I love Push Your Luck as a mechanism in general. And there are some really, really cool Push Your Luck Birds in Wingspan Asia. Luke says that his wife and him celebrated their anniversary yesterday by playing Smitten for the first time. So this is my new little micro two, uh, one to two player cooperative game. And he said that they won four out of seven games. That's really, uh, that's really impressive. It's a cooperative game. So I think it works great for couples on occasions like anniversaries. So Luke, happy anniversary. And I'm, I'm glad you had fun with Smitten. Hector says, can I open the box and show us what's inside? Uh, no, I'm just showing the box tops today because uh, even though you can, you can actually see all the components um, and these are just, uh, this is just half the box for the nesting box. Um, even though you can go to the rulebook and pretty much see all the components that are in Wingspan Asia, part of the fun of the, the design diary posts that I'll post day to day for the next, um, for the next 10 days is taking a close look at the, the components, the aspects of the game and the stories behind it. Um, so I'll do that kind of day to day over the next week. Kentoko says, uh, do the end of round goals in Asia include the new ones from the essential edition or from the European edition or expansion or are they just the ones from the base game the end of round goals in asia um let me see what the end of round goals are in wingspan asia so there are end of round goals that are specific for the duet mode and that might be the only those might be the, yeah so those are the only ones that we included in this game because uh the only way that you can that other end of round goals would matter is if you're playing with higher player counts and uh, higher player counts, you can't. You, you need uh, the core game or the other expansions. So the other end of round goals from the expansions and the core game are compatible with uh, 
when you, when you mix together all the bird cards and, and then bonus cards of Wingspan Asia with the core game and the other expansions. But there are no new uh, goal tiles, and around goal tiles, for higher than two players, I, really anything other than the duet mode included in Wingspan Asia. Melissa said, I, want, I wanted to order two of the nesting box, one for me and one for my friend, but it looks like you can't. Um, well, currently, not, there's nothing available for order yet, Link, Melissa. Um, that order won't go live until early November. But you're right. We pre-packaged these. Um, so they're, they're pre-wrapped and pre-packaged. And, so, and they're very heavy to ship. And so for our shipping formula to work out, you can really, you can, you'll only be allowed to put one nesting box in your cart per order. So you can place two orders if you want. Um, and pay shipping twice. That's the only way that we can make it financially make sense. But uh, but only one nesting box will be available per order. Joe says, any idea when the clear resource trays will be back in stock? Um, it depends on when we get more games in stock that use those clear trays, Joe. And that's an increasingly lower number of games because we've replaced uh, the, those containers with these new trays that use sugarcane pulp. Uh, to make these trays. So it's a more eco-friendly tray to use in our games. There's no lid on them, um, so they are a different type of tray. And we currently don't have any plans to put these on the web store, so I don't know if they will come back in stock. My apologies also today. Facebook is scrolling past older questions that I'm not getting to fast enough. So if I miss your question, I'm not ignoring it unless you're asking a spoiler question. Um, and so feel free to repeat it and I'll, I'll, I'll ask about it again. Let's see, Julie says, looks like the new dice are all the original dice. That's correct. If someone has Oceania and the flock mode, do we just treat all seed and berry sides as nectar as well? Actually, that's a great question, Julie. Um, as you're setting up the flock mode, if you're playing with the Oceania expansion, each group will use two nectar dice and three regular food dice. Yeah. That was, I think, a fairly late addition to the rule book, but we realized that would make sense for people who want to play with Oceania at the flock mode, the six or seven player count. Samantha asked Elizabeth Hargrave, any plans to make more of the Celebrating Birds books? Um, so that's, Elizabeth is involved in those books a little bit. They're also a, a lot about the artist, Anna, Anna and Natalia. And uh, it's really, the I think, the publisher's decision. They're working with Anna and Natalia for the license. Um, Elizabeth does have some contributions to the book as well. So I don't, know if, I don't know if HarperCollins is making more of the book, but I think they were hoping to make more for other expansions uh, because there are a lot of bird illustrations out there at this point for other expansions. Someone asked if the Red Rising rubber playmat is available to buy. It will be available to buy in early November, but it is not available yet. John says, will you provide the weight? Oh, sorry. Uh, I think John was making a joke about weight training plans for lifting these heavy boxes, but I missed the full question there, John. Kevin says, with the popularity of Wingspan, is there a chance it will sell out of the nesting box where there'll be more print runs of it? Yeah, I mean, our general philosophy, Kevin, is if there's demand for something, um, we'll make more of it as long as it's sustainable. And uh, yeah, we've already so we've already made this. I think there's a very good chance it will sell out in the first print run because we, we made 10,000 of, of the nesting box. But we will have future print runs that are just the nesting box by itself. Wingspan Asia won't be inside of it. And so if you if you want the nesting box, but you don't want Wingspan Asia or you want to buy them separately, you'll have that option. Um, we will definitely make more of it. The Excel Gamer says, to confirm there's a flock mode for six or seven players and a duet mode for two players. That's correct. What are the major changes between the normal game and the two new player modes? Um, 
Very quick recap about that. Duet mode uses a duet map where you're sharing this map with other players. Whenever you play a bird, you put a token on the map. The flock mode has two active players and kind of two groups of players at the table. So some players will be sharing the same bird card tray and the same uh, dice, dice uh, feeder, bird feeder. And another group will be sharing the other, the other bird card tray and um, the, the bird feeder. I'll go into details on, uh, about the duet mode in tomorrow's design diary and the flock mode on Friday, Friday's design diary post. Uh, Murray says, the most important question, what, what color are the eggs and why is it red? Yeah, there, there are new eggs in this expansion and they are red uh, because that was the color scheme that we went for for Wingspan Asia. Tony says, so if the intention of the nesting box is to eliminate the need for individual Wingspan expansion boxes, when future expansions are released, will you consider offering an option for them to be packaged differently? Definitely. Well, it's definitely a consideration uh, for really for any expansion that we make. If we can package it in a way that uh, reduces exterior packaging, um, it's something that we're going to think about. And we might even need to, so we have to think about it a couple different ways. One, we have to think about uh, retail shelf presence. So if we're using the product for our web store and for retailers, we need it to have a decent shelf presence for retailers. But at the same time, we want the packaging to be as minimal as possible so it can be eco-friendly since you're just probably throwing away the packaging and uh, incorporating the, the expansion into the core game itself but it depends on the components if there's a wingspan expansion with a giant bird miniature that doesn't make sense for like a little slim envelope but if there's a and it even is a little tough with cards if it's a cards only expansion uh having minimalistic packaging even then is a little difficult because we need the packaging to protect it until it gets to you so it is something definitely that we definitely think about tony but it depends heavily on the on the components in the expansion itself chat says was it difficult for panda to make the duet tokens the yin and yang tokens i'm sure it was difficult to make them fit together nicely the nice thing about them is that they don't actually ever need to need to fit together in the game it's just a pleasant thing to see them do that um, but they, they actually don't fit together when you're playing the game itself. Uh, Panda can make any shape wood token, so they didn't have a problem with it. The, the difficulty with making, the only difficulty in making wood tokens in general is if you have undercuts. So if you have like a narrow cut and then it gets wider inside the token, that's when it gets a little bit more difficult. You need them to be machine cut instead of laser, or laser cut instead of machine cut, I believe. And that's when it gets more difficult and more expansive expansion. Tim says, can we buy both boxes nesting in Asia without having to buy two copies of the expansion? Uh, no, Tim, we don't sell empty boxes. Uh, you can either buy Wingspan Asia um, or you can buy the nesting box with Wingspan Asia inside. There will also be uh, the option of buying later in the future. There will be an option of buying the nesting box without Wingspan Asia inside. And again, if you love this box art, if, if it's the box art that you want from the Wingspan Asia box, but you want the nesting box with the Wingspan Asia inside, you can support the artist, Anna and Natalia, by going to redandbluedesigns.com and buying a print of the art of this box and hanging it on your wall. It will look better on your wall, I think, than the box itself because you get rid of all this crap and design. Aaron says, do you have a favorite bird from the new expansion? I don't know if I have a specific named bird yet, but I love the pusher luck birds that are in this expansion. Uh, I'll talk about those in detail in my upcoming design, uh, my upcoming uh, uh, favorite mechanism video. Someone asked about expansion four. Uh, Elizabeth said accurately, I think no West for the weary. She's starting to think about it. And yeah, I would love for us to like, we're just announcing this expansion today. Let's get excited about this one before we talk about the next thing. There will always be the next thing, but today it's Wingspan Asia. This is awesome. Richard says, I know Smitten was inspired by comic book trading cards. Yeah, uh, the Smitten, in Smitten you're creating two three by three grids where the, the, the cards form panoramas within each, each of the grids and it was inspired by some early Marvel trading cards that I had as a kid. 
Uh, Richard says, have I seen Age of Comics, The Golden Years, currently on Kickstarter? I have seen it. I'm on the fence about backing, but I love what they're doing with that game. It looks really, really cool. George says, did Glenmore 2 have an impact on gameplay of the duet mode? I'm noticing some similarities. That's kind of a question for Elizabeth. I um, I love Glenmore 2. Um, I don't think it, I, I can't really see the comparison, George. There is a map in Glenmore 2 where you're kind of moving around and, and claiming spots and taking their abilities. But it's very different than the map in, in, in the duet mode for Wingspan Asia. Chad says, would you say it's easier to teach someone the base game of Wingspan or the duet version? And Chad, I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally forgot to mention that there are new Swift Start guides in Wingspan Asia. Swift Start guides always make it easier to teach Wingspan. Um, is it easier to teach the duet mode? I, it's hard to say. I don't know. It adds... It, it's just a little different than Wingspan because you have a you have a map that you're placing tokens on when you play birds. I would say like maybe very very slightly more difficult because there's a different there's another choice that you need to make when you're playing cards. Um, so if you're teaching someone Wingspan for the first time, you might consider not using the duet mode, but the duet mode is pretty awesome. So um, I think you will. I I think most people once they have Wingspan Asia and they're playing a two player game of Wingspan, they will probably use the duet mode because it's really really cool. Um, but for teaching it. I think it could go either way. Depends on how maybe experienced the the other person is. But you're reminding me that I need to put the Swift Start guide in uh, in my design diary because I totally I've kind of mapped out the design design diaries for the next ten days and I forgot to mention that. Uh, Corey says, first time doing the charity auction. Thank you, Corey, for looking at that. He says, care to explain a little bit on how to bid and then how payment is requested, paid once closed. Um, sure, Corey. So you'll on the the geek list on Board Game Geek, you'll just post the dollar amount that needs on on any of the auction items. So you'll choose an auction item, maybe a charity that you want to support. You'll post uh, the bid that you're placing it needs to be higher than the previous bid, and then once the auction ends on Friday, I will contact each of the winners um, about sending Stonemaier Games uh, the money so that we can take that money, we can double it, and then we'll make the donation to the organization. Um, usually, that money is transferred via, via PayPal. That's our preference. Yeah. Jeffrey says, I was just curious about the two pack of neoprene mats. So there are no neoprene mats for Wingspan Asia. Instead, if you want to buy neoprene play mats uh, to for maybe to expand the game up to six or seven players, as you can do with the flock mode here, uh, you can buy the player mats individually on our web store. So we only sell the wing, the neoprene, the, they're not neoprene, the natural rubber player mats individually so that you can buy as many as you want at any given time. So you can go to our web store and just buy two of them if you want. Uh, Daniel says, after Big Box, is the end for expansions of a specific game? Or Wingspring or Scythe could have more expansions in the future? Uh, Scythe does not have any expansions. So Scythe is complete. Scythe is done. Uh, for Wingspan, we are hoping to have three more expansions after this. Uh, the, the Africa expansion. And these are no, no particular order. Africa, Latin America, Antarctica. Um, no particular order there. And this nesting box is designed to hold all of those expansions. I haven't said that Viticulture is complete. I don't have anything in the works for Viticulture, but I haven't said it's complete. I have said very publicly many times that Scythe itself is complete. Rick answered a question about Nectar, and Rick pointed out that each expansion is designed to play independently of the others. So yeah, so if you have Wingspan um, and you buy Wingspan Asia, you don't need any of the other things uh, to, to, to play Wingspan Asia, basically. Um, same with Oceania. There... Uh, there are nectar mats in this game, like the back of the player mats have nectar on them, but that's if you have Oceania, if you have that expansion. Um, otherwise, nectar doesn't impact Wingspan Asia. 
Hector says, when will you announce the exact pre-order date and time? Uh, we usually do these announcements on Wednesdays, so it, it will most likely be the first Wednesday in November, November 2nd. Um, I guess if there are shipping woes between then and now, that shipping date will change. That's why I don't officially announce it yet. I've said early November, but that's the date that we're aiming for. Mark says, will there be Rolling Realms, a pro Rolling Realms promo revealed along Wingspan Asia? No, we already have a, a Wingspan Realm. I know Wingspan Asia is technically also a standalone game, but it's still a Wingspan game. And so we already have a, a realm for that. We don't have a, a Rolling Realms promo associated with it. Elizabeth said, there's a happy accident. Dyed red eggs are also a thing in China for celebrating birthdays. That's wonderful. I didn't know that, Elizabeth. That is a, a fun fact I'll have to mention when I talk about the red eggs in the design diaries. We're celebrating birthdays. Okay. Alex says, will the big box be localized also? So the big box is language independent. So it doesn't need to be localized. If uh, many of our localization partners are offering the big box or the nesting box, the organizer box with Wingspan Asia inside. Um, and so you'll have to ask your, localiz your localization partner about that. Let's see. I think we have a listing on our website about which localization partners are offering the nesting box. Um, it's on the nesting box page here. So I'll pull that up real quick. So, yeah, so these localization partners are, um, have acquired copies of the nesting box with the expansion, expansion inside. The Surf and Meeple, that's China, Wanted Games, Korea Board Games, Matigo, that's France, Grok Games, that's uh, Brazil, Genos, that's Italian, Italy, Maldito, that's Spanish, Spain, Delta Vision, that's Hungary, and Mindoc. Um, those are the localization partners that ordered the nesting box from us with their localized version of Wingspan Asia inside of it. Elizabeth, uh, someone asked, uh, do you have a favorite expansion, a favorite bird? I, I mentioned that I like the push your luck mechanism. Elizabeth says that she's really happy that there finally will be a chicken in the game. And indeed, the chicken, uh, you can, well, you can't see it. It's on the side of the box. Uh, here you go. You can see the top of the chicken right here. The bottom of the chicken is on the bottom of the nesting box. Tim says his concern is his desire to have multiple boxes is for the standalone game if he wants to take it on a trip. Um, and Tim, what you could do uh, is if you have the Oceania expan expansion, the box size is exactly the same. So you could put the components from Wingspan Asia if you have the nesting box. If you just want to take them on a trip, put them in the Oceania box and then you could take it. It makes it more portable. Adrian says, how do we make decisions about the color palette for each Wingspan box? Um, I don't know, we look at the colors that we previously used and we try to find a remaining color that kind of fits the feel of that continent or that region. Um, it's a pretty soft, subjective process. Jonathan says, logistics question. The Wingspan nesting box and the Red Rising Neoprene mat. Given that the Westing box is, the nesting box is prepackaged, will I need to make two orders to order those items separately? No, you can, you can put them in the same order. You probably should put them in the same order, even though the Wingspan nesting box is uh, is pre-packaged they can still put another box around it and pour, put more things in that box i missed uh facebook scroll past the second part of your question let me know if there's another question there uh, elizabeth said uh, there was a question about glenmore 2 inspiring wingspan asia elizabeth said that she hasn't pl played glenmore george says was cooperative play ever a consideration similar to what you did for viticulture elizabeth and i have talked about the possibility of a cooperative expansion for wingspan um I think part of one of the data points that we wanted to look at was how Viticulture World went over with people. If people were excited about that or if they just liked it, that it was a competitive game. And so we might talk about that in the future, talk about that data. Um, yeah, I, I would say it has become, it has been part of the conversation. YX Tan says that his bird tower, their bird tower is wearing out. Any plans for a new bird tower? We're actually including 
um, bird tower punch boards in the nesting box. So if you want to get another bird tower, you can just get the nesting box. It includes the bird tower in it. I wouldn't get the nesting box just to get the bird tower, but it is in there as kind of a little gift from us to you. Uh, for those of you who have played Wingspan so many times that your bird feeder is wearing out. You can also get a nice fancy wooden bird tower from companies like Tower Rex, and it will pretty much never run out if you do that. Elizabeth says this more succinctly than I did uh, about Nectar. Wingspan Asia is compatible to play with Oceania, but not required. So David, yeah, David had a question. I'm sorry, David. Thank you for reminding me. I have my little sticky note thing, but I've been so focused. Actually, I also want to say, top of my list here, today is my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to Andrew, my brother. He turns, I believe, he's five years younger than me, but he, he's born a little bit later in the year. I think he's turning 37 today. So happy 37th birthday, Andrew. Um, David's question. Uh, scroll, I, I'm going to miss some questions here as I answer David's question. Oh, Dustin says, is Tapestry complete after the third expansion? I haven't announced that Tapestry is or is not complete. I think it's probably nearing its completion. Third expansion is likely to be the final expansion for it. Um, Nathan says, does the duet mode work with the base game and all expansion cards? Uh, yes, except for the Nectar cards if you aren't playing with the Oceania side of the map. He says, also, was the flock mode inspired by the Mystic Veil day and night mode that expanded the game from five players to six or seven players? That's a question for Elizabeth. I don't know about that. Um... Julie says, how did you decide to go with Asia as the next continent for Wingspan? I'm going to talk about that a little bit in tomorrow's Design Diary post, but part of it is that we have a lot of localization partners and di distribution partners in Asia. Our perception is that the the, the next continent after uh, Australia and New Zealand with the bigger biggest player base of Wingspan was in Asia, so we wanted to serve that player base. Okay, let me answer some other... Well, let me get a little bit further, David. I'll come back to your question. I promise I have it written down here, but um, I, don't want to, I don't want to miss any Facebook questions here. Corlin says, who is my favorite and least favorite character in Red Rising? Um, I don't want to read the rest of this to spoil anything, but he does say, any plans to have more Red Rising games for your company? I would love to do another Red Rising game or expansion in the future. Favorite, least favorite character? Um, I like PAX, even though, I, well, I, I, don't, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but I do like PAX. I like um, uh, Ragnar a lot, too. And least favorite character is, uh, is the Jackal. I really don't like the Jackal. Aaron says, what made you change to incorporating the friendly ties that give full points to the tied players? Uh, just a little, what we thought would be a nice um, nice little twist for, for the duet mode. Or I'm sorry, for the flock mode. That's the flock mode. And actually, it might be the duet mode as well. Yeah, I think it, it, it does impact the duet, duet mode as well. Brian says, will the big box have space for the neoprene mats? Yeah, Brian, if you look at the uh, nesting box page on our website, you can see that the top layer of the box um, is designed to hold the neoprene mats and two entire sets of the cardboard player mats as well. And you get to lay it flat and you don't have to even roll them up so you can lay everything flat in there. Chad says, have I seen the Hulu, Hulu series? I need some, some coffee here. The Toys That Built America. I haven't seen that, um, but it sounds really cool. It sounds like the fourth episode is about tabletop games. I need to check that out. The Toys That Built America on Hulu. Elizabeth confirms, yes, you can play duet with any all cards combined. I've played Mystic Veil, but not the day and night mode. Matthew says, any timeline on when the nesting box will be available without the Asia expansion inside? No, the only timeline that we have right now is that the pre-order for the Wingspan nesting box and Wingspan Asia will be in early November. K Rose says, will the nesting box have room to fit seven rubber play mats? Yeah, the top layer is designed to hold seven rubber player mats and two full sets of cardboard, um, cardboard mats. 
Mark says that the flock mode offers more players to play or are there other differences from a standard five player game? Uh, yeah, just expands the game up to six or seven players by having uh, two groups of players at the table. You share One group shares one bird tray and one food tray and the other group shares the other tray and there are two active players, one in each of those groups at all times. Uh, Chris says, uh, maybe Folded Space will design a new answer for the new expansions. So uh, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, if you want to fit everything in the original Wingspan box, I, I don't, I don't actually don't think that's going to be possible at this point, Chris. There's, there's just too much stuff in Wingspan. Um, but we did design the nesting box so that the central area you can pull out some of the inserts that we designed for the nesting box and put in a custom insert within that area because it's roughly the size of the Wingspan box if you already have a fancy insert. Elizabeth points out something that I often forget here. Wingspan Oceania has a co-op mode. So the previous expansion, not this one. Wingspan Oceania has a co-op mode as part of the Automa system. So Julie, if you are looking for that cooperative mode, uh, thank you, Elizabeth, for this reminder. I often forget about this because I, I don't play with Automa, but there is a cooperative mode already in Wingspan. So that probably decreases the chances that we might have a cooperative expansion someday since it already exists. Okay, I, I'm a little, a little ahead of questions now, so I'll jump over to some of the, the comments and some questions I received in advance. David asked me a question in advance. He says, he had a question about <clears throat> campaigns. This is a Kickstarter crowdfunding question about campaigns that, um, that don't have accurate funding goals. So you might have seen a campaign, some campaigns raise a certain amount of money above their funding goal and they cancel because they didn't meet their real funding goal, which was kind of left behind the scenes. And honestly, I am empathetic to this quite a bit because... Uh, if you truly need like a million dollars to make a tabletop game, uh, that, that's an astounding amount to make a game. But if you truly need that, that is a daunting figure to post as a funding goal for backers to see. Um, and so I can understand why a creator would go under that goal uh, to, uh, to, to try to reach the funding goal and then, and then race past it. I, I can understand that. Um, at the same time, the formula that I generally used for funding goals, or when I, when I did run crowdfunding campaigns for some of our games, was the funding goal was the was the minimum amount that I needed to make the minimal order quantity, the MOQ of the game, and sometimes added to the amount are company funds, other company funds, or even personal funds that I would be willing to contribute to make that print run happen. So, say I determined that I really need fifty thousand dollars to make a game but I didn't want to post $50,000 as the funding goal. I could post, uh, and, and as part of that, I have say $10,000 of company funds that I'm willing to invest in the game if it doesn't get to that $50,000 $50, level. Then I might list the funding goal as $40,000 and have that separate $10,000 set aside uh, to add to it if necessary, if we just barely reach that goal. Um, and so I would hope that maybe other companies would, would consider that as well. Uh, David also asked me, should they be allowed to cancel after reaching the funding goal? And absolutely, I think so. I think a creator can cancel for any reason during the campaign because they haven't taken any backer money yet. Maybe they've disheartened those, those backers, but um, that really ends up being on the company itself and their reputation rather than on, on the backers. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I would hope that crowdfunding, crowdfunding platform, platforms would not put that restriction on... Uh, on uh, creators that they, if they reach the funding goal, that they have to, uh, during the campaign, that they're not allowed to cancel after that point. Thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing uh, the link to the charity auction here. 
Will has a question for Elizabeth too. She may have already seen it, but I'm, I'm a few minutes late to it. Does your new policy on the historian card mean that birds that are named after people won't appear in this expansion or future ones? Or do you have a way of renaming the birds so it can still be included? So there is a note in the rules about the historian card. Let's see if I can flip to that real quick. Um, so Elizabeth says, if you mix this expansion with the base game, you'll probably want to leave out the base game's historian card. There are no birds named after people in this expansion. There's a more detailed expansion on the back of the rule book, the last page of the rule book, if you want to check it out, which is on our website now, to explain what the thought process behind that. I'm very good. Sean mentions, thank you to Elizabeth. And yes, Elizabeth, uh, we, we have no expectation, expectations for designers to join in chats like this. So I, I'm really grateful that Elizabeth's taking some time out of her day to chime in here in, in this live cast. Uh, let's see. Ollie says, does each expansion create an exponentially larger statistical headache? How is it approached? Must be hard keeping balance, card ratios, end of round goals, etc. fair. It is a tough challenge. Um, fortunately, Elizabeth is not only a talented designer in terms of the subjective nature of it, the fun of it, the clever, the ways that players can feel clever, but she also is very, has a great formula. She has a mathematical mind as well. So she has a wonderful giant, huge spreadsheet that calculates the different values for all the different cards. I would say the biggest challenge that we've talked about a little bit is that it's increasingly challenging to think of new bonus cards and new end of round goals. And so there may be expansions in the future that just don't have new bonus cards or new end of round goals. And the end of round goals, I think, are probably the biggest challenge. Um, or maybe they'll be even expansion specific. If we throw in a, an ability for an expansion that uh, that makes for some interesting new end of round goals, but it really doesn't work for other cards, maybe you'll only use that one playing with that expansion. Um, but yeah, also keeping the bonus card ratios within a few percentage points is definitely a, a, a big challenge. And I, I, uh, I'm impressed that Elizabeth manages to pull that off within a few percentage points every time. Um, let's see, Chris says, there would be no way to fit the new Wingspan content for Asia and future expansions inside the original Wingspan box. Yeah, that, that's true. John says, I know it's Wingspan Day, but Charterstone is coming in for me today. That's awesome, John. Thanks for checking out one of our other games. Any tips on getting started with that one? Uh, I think based on the current version of Charterstone, everything should be in the box, John. Uh, there, In the original version of Charterstone, there wasn't an FAQ in the box, but we found the FAQ to be really, really helpful. So Charterstone, it kind of walks you through the game. You can pretty much just jump in and start playing. There's a very slim rule book to read in advance, but after that, the, the game takes you through. But I would highly recommend having, uh, as you go through the first game, and you're reading instructions, have two players read it. So have a have a backup. So if, if you're playing with uh, your significant other or your partner, your roommate, uh, you read the instructions, implement them, and then have before you continue, have the other player read them as well, just in case you miss something. Because there are a few pretty important lines of text. We bolded them, we made them really big. But if you miss them, it can have an impact on your playing experience for sure. So having that backup, that redundancy can really help in that first game, even the second game as well. Um, so Elizabeth has a question, uh, an answer to Will's question about the historian card. She says there are none in, named after people in the wings in the Asia expansion. She says hasn't she hasn't figured out what's needed in other expansions. If there's something I really want to include, I'll figure it out. I know for U.S. person named birds, there are active proposals for alternate names, but I'm not sure about other places. Tim says has a comment about a game called Mosaic. He says they did leave out some components they originally promised to. Uh, due to cost and time to produce. They still list the components on the box despite, despite updating product backers after the delivery. 
That's interesting. I can see a, a company doing that uh, for, for cost to make sense, but to uh, that's a little bit of a mistake to still leave the components on the on the box. I think we probably made that mistake at some point too. There's a lot of different, when I mean, you have multiple component lists, one in the rule book, one on the back of the box, and probably one in your uh, project management system as a company. It can be easy to forget to update one of them. So Elizabeth has a question about the uh, the 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 statistical challenge here she says each set of birds is equally hard not exponential but it's definitely hard to match all the parameters she's trying to match i do worry a little bit that having a giant deck of everything mixed together can sometimes create weird long runs like no forest birds might come up for a long time but that's up to players whether they want to push that limit by mi mixing everything together so yeah, you still can mix all the bird cards together if you want every time you play um i think increasingly the way that i'll play is that uh the cards that I used in the previous game, I'll set those aside and won't use them in the next game. So that way I don't have to shuffle everything and I get some a fresh batch of, batch of birds. You can also just uh, separate the, the cards and shuffle together, say, the core game in one expansion or shuffle together two expansions and play with just those cards. Uh, we, do, we did make it finally a little bit easier to spot which cards are in the Asia expansion by adding a color to the icon. Uh, many of you noticed that and wondered if there was any further meaning to that color. It's the... Uh, the little Asia expansion icon in the bottom of, of a card. There's no other meaning to it other than it's easier to see that way. Um, yeah. Let's see. Carol says, with Wingspan Asia being at Spiel in German form, the German version of it, are there going to be different rules for posting and reviewing it since anyone there could potentially have one of those few copies out there? Just curious. I stuck with the same rules. Um, so uh, reviewers, uh, the advanced copy reviewers who have Wingspan Asia, will be allowed to post what the expansion is. So that way they're giving me some time to reveal it through the, the design diary post, but on uh, starting on October 15th, and then on October 17th, they can start to share their reviews. You are right that the German version or some copies of the German version will be out there due to Essen Spiel happening, happening right now. Um, but uh, no, no English copies will, will be there except for maybe one demo copy. Dusty says, do you think you'll update future print runs of Oceania and Europe with purple dot and yellow dots, respectively? I would like to do that at some point. I know uh, Christine is a little bit overwhelmed right now with a lot of different things going on, um, but it is something that I would like to do. In addition to the, the larger print cards um, or more visually accessible cards, that's something that, um, that we need to do in the future. But uh, Christine is kind of backed up with some other work right now. But that is something I'd like to do. I'll make a note of that because I think it's on our PM system, but I don't know if we've specifically talked about that. So for Oceania and uh, yeah, thanks for asking about that, Dusty. Andrew says, has there been frequent communication for Monster Couch on the time frame for keeping all the content in the digital port? Definitely not, Andrew. No, it's, I mean, we've licensed Wingspan to Monster Couch and uh, it's, it's theirs to do with, uh, it's theirs to, to implement different expansions on different platforms as per their schedule. It's not something that we that we pressure them on. I do ask them to tell me when they're getting close to a new release. Um, but other than that, they act completely independent of us. They aren't kind of beholden to us in any way. Tim mentioned that he is excited about the Fox Experiment, one of Elizabeth's other games that either is still on Kickstarter or recently finished the Kickstarter campaign. I was definitely a backer of it. I'm really excited to play it. It's coming uh, in English form from Pandasaurus Games. Uh, Tony says he's following up on his comment last week about Halloween-themed gaming month, the month of October. He says his group's first spooky game of the month was My Father's Work. 
What do you think about that, Tony? I haven't played it yet, but I've heard some, some interesting things about my father's work. Some games that I played recently. Last night, I played Flamecraft for the first time. So I have Flamecraft over here. Flamecraft right there. Played that for the first Just got it yesterday. Learned it. Very easy to learn and, and taught and played it. A four-player game yesterday at game night. We also played some Love Letter. And we played uh, Ubongo 3D at game night last night. And I also played the Siege of Rundar at game night last weekend. Um, yeah, really cool cooperative game. Uh, Flamecraft, really cool uh, competitive game. David says one of the charity bits has already hit $2,000. That's really high. That might be a, a close to a, a record for for a winning bid. Uh, that's very generous of the person who's made that bid. Dusty says, after seemingly so little pro pro progress inside the digital edition as it relates to expansion, how excited were you to see the roadmap, roadmap of future plans, including all side content? Um, I am uh, hesitantly excited. It, it's it's taken a long time for, um, for the Knights of Unity to make really any progress. Um, and so I'll, I'll see it when I believe it, but I am happy that they're still committed to bringing new side digital content to those who, who want it. So I'm, I'm hesitantly excited about that. Chad says that he's enjoying Flamecraft and Nancy Jane is waiting on her copy of Flamecraft. Some articles I wrote recently, in case you want to check these out. Actually, I did a video this past weekend that was a little different than normal. I designed a mega game for a little friends convention that, that was held recently. Uh, I It was inspired by the schoolyard games from Squid Game, the TV show, and I called mine the Marshmallow Game. And we played this, this, uh, this game, it took about uh, 90 minutes uh, at, a, at a little mini convention. So if you like those style of kind of schoolyard brain teaser games, both individually and some group elements to them as well, you can check out that video from this past Sunday. I also wrote about how no designer, no publisher, no intellectual property, no brand is foolproof. Um, and some things to think about when you when you don't take anything for granted anymore, as I, as I try not to do. I don't take anything for granted, including Wingspan. Uh, Wingspan is a, a, you know, it's a wonderful game. It's done wonderfully, but I never take it for granted. And I always try to find the way to offer these products in a way that best serves you. Um, so always thinking about how to serve the people who, who want uh, other Wingspan content or new Wingspan content. And another blog post oh, was about a publisher pledge, a really interesting publisher pledge from uh, Doomsday Games, where they wrote a pledge where they want to uh, re-inspire confidence in their crowdfunding campaigns or in crowdfunding cam campaigns in general by, uh, by making a pledge to certain commitments. And uh, that, that was a really interesting pledge that got some traction last week. That was Thursday's post on the Stillmire Games blog last week. Near asked if we'll see Scythe on Board Game Arena. So I have given Board Game Arena permission, uh, as long as I also have that permission, permission from digital companies to put any of our games on Board Game Arena. It's just a matter of their developers finding the time and, and the desire to do that. Um, past that though, beyond that, it is Board Game Arena's information to announce as they wish. So I can't say whether or not Scythe is one of those games, but I can say that they have permission to put any of our games on Board Game Arena. So hopefully we might see all of our games show up there someday. Dusty said, did anyone make it through the full live stream without anyone without asking about the new code name that I added to the progress chart? And no, no one asked about it, Dusty. Uh, yeah. I, as you know, I don't spoil things about code names, but I did slip one new, uh, new code name onto the progress chart. Let's see if there's anything else here. So we've got the charity auction live. That'll be live for two days. Again, even if you don't want to bid on anything, go check out what the charity auction is all about because there are some incredible content creators listed on that page. And you can see their charities of choice too. So if you want to see... I don't want to say like see what type of people these are, but you can see the um, the types of charities that these content creators want to support. I think that's a reflection, at least a little bit, of their personality and the types of people they are. 
Um, they seem like wonderful people to me, although I, I don't think I've met any of them in person. Uh, Wingspan Asia, I have the details on here, including an infographic showing you some images of what the game is all about and the expansion is all about. Oh yeah, I talk about Essenspiel. Obviously, I'm not at Essen right now. I'm at my home office, but my coworker Alex is there. So if you go to Hall 3, booth E102, you can see Wingspan Asia there, the one copy that Alex has. He brought some copies of Smitten as well, and you can say hi to Alex there and talk to Alex about games if you'd like. Um, and it's mostly Matigo's booth, and we have a little portion of that booth. Um, also, I, I think many of you know this at this point, but Wingspan is now on Board Game Arena. It made its debut a few weeks ago. It's available on Board Game Arena now. The, the core game of Wingspan is there. And also, we launched uh, a couple weeks ago, we launched a, uh, a scoring app for our game, Stonemeyer Scores. It's both a scoring app and a scoring calculator, so it can calculate scores. It gets rid of things like the, uh, the score pad in, in Wingspan. And uh, unfortunately, the, the Android version, even though it was submitted at the same time as the iOS version, has not been accepted by the Google Play Store yet. So we're still waiting on that. I've heard they're just really backed up. But the iOS version is ready, and I think we may even have already put one update up for it um, because it, it does require a few little updates. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, Chad says, are my cats enjoying their new facilities? Yeah, I've been going through a litter box ordeal with the cats recently. So far, so good, Chad. And Richard had a question about a code name. Richard, I, I don't talk specifically about code names, but if, if you see a code name come or go, it might mean that a, a game really isn't being worked on actively right now. One that we maybe thought was going to work forward, uh, move forward, and just isn't actively progressing at this point in time. I think that's it for this month for this month's e-newsletter. I'll be back as usual next week to answer your questions. If you have any other questions that come that pop up to you after I've ended this video, head over to the YouTube version of the video and ask them there. That's where I'll see the comments in the future. And let me see if there are, uh, yeah, two other questions real quick. Hector says, any updates for the planned Steam version of Wingspan? The Steam version of Wingspan. So the full AI version from Monster Couch. Uh, oh, okay, you're right. That's a question from Monster Couch. I don't know. They, they operate independently of Stomar Games for the digital version. Kate says, uh, I could put in a plug for the, the International Crane Foundation for the amazing work that they do. So uh, Kate is tying into something that we mentioned on our webpage for Wingspan Asia that... Um, for everyone who signs up for a, a pre-order launch notification, we're going to donate a dollar to spread out over several different organizations, birding-related organization, organizations that impact birds in Asia. And the International Crane Foundation is one of them listed on our website that we do plan on supporting with that donation. All right, that wraps it up for today. Thank you for joining me for this intense live cast. Lots of questions, lots of excitement about Wingspan Asia. I'm excited to show more to you about this. The design diaries will be on our website on the Wingspan Facebook group, and on Board Game Geek. So you can get it wherever you want in one of those formats. I'll see you there in the coming days. And if you have any other questions, again, check out the YouTube version of this video. I'll put it over there in a few minutes. Thanks, and have a great day. Bye. Oh, and thanks again to Elizabeth. That was really incredible for you to pop in today and be so available. I really appreciate that.